All right, here we go. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today's episode, I I don't want to use the word inspired because that feels like far too positive of a word to use. Um, But this episode was brought about, if you will, because I was watching a video on YouTube that uh, somebody on my Facebook feed shared. Uh, Shout out to her. She's probably listening to this now. Um, She shared this video and I watched it. And it was so, I was going to say infuriating, but I don't want to use the word infuriating because it didn't make me furious. It it felt like laughable, but it was all about basically in a nutshell, how women over 30 are just not dateable. Everything from, you know, they've worn out their bodies with sex and doing drugs and all of these kind of things to, you know, if they could have found a guy to settle down with, they would have by now. And so why would you ever think this is a good option? Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to um, share the video. Like I will if like if you really want to see it, but uh, like you can DM me on Instagram um, and I'm happy to share it with you, but I don't want to share it because I don't want to give this guy any more views, any more traffic than he should get because he doesn't deserve the traffic, the disgusting and like, inf- again, like frustrating things that he's saying and just just gross things that he has to say about women over 30, right? But the more important part of this and why I wanted to do an episode on it was as I was watching the video, again, I was not furious. I was not angry. I was not mad. I was not triggered. It felt so laughable to me because I know, like personally, when it comes to my age, I am really secure and really certain about that, right? It's not something that I'm triggered or worried about. Now, of course, there are plenty, plenty, plenty other things that I would be triggered about when it comes to my age. I'm 36 years old and single. I am really good about where I am in my journey, in my life with what I've accomplished. And I'm not in a rush to settle down. And so again, I can really just look at a video like that and listen to the words and hear what he has to say. And it just kind of bounces off me, right? Like it feels laughable to me. I'm not at all triggered because I feel secure when it comes to my own stuff in that area. But what I kept thinking about as I watched it was the person, the woman specifically, who might be triggered by something like that, who might see something like that and allow it to get to them, allow it to, you know, create some fear for them, some panic for them, some shame for them, right? And, you know, if that's you listening right now, my hope is that this episode, you know, just guides you and supports you in feeling less triggered or panicked by it. I want to use this example. I was having this conversation with somebody over the past couple of weeks. We've, we've gone into it a couple different times, but, you know, I haven't been obviously shy about the fact that, you know, that I have, you know, body hangups and uh, my weight and, and body stuff has been definitely the most sensitive thing of my life, right? Like it, it's been the thing that has carried the most weight, literally like shame and fear and insecurities, all of that. Like that's been my biggest, biggest, biggest struggle for as long as I can remember. So of course, yes, there are some body hangups when it comes to dating, when it comes to men, when it comes to sex, all of those kind of things, right? It's something that I'm always working on and I feel a million times better about, but it is something that I have my moments about. And I was talking again to this person and we were just talking about like, you know, some of my insecurities around all of that. And let's just say we were talking about like my love handles and she was like, well, what is a love handle? Like, 
okay, it sells a fat. Okay, well, why is that bad? And like, we just kept going deeper into like, well, what does that actually mean? Or, you know, why is that actually wrong? Or how does that make you less worthy of love? So on and so forth. And the way that she was just kind of like pushing me in a positive way to kind of keep going into it and deeper into the so what of it all, right? It really allowed me to clearly see I don't want to say how silly it is because silly is like, I don't know, an unkind word to use about something that you might be really insecure or, you know, like in fear around, right? When we poke at those beliefs, you can see that they don't really have much merit in the first place, right? When you just go a little bit deeper, this thing that you have fear around, you can kind of, again, poke at it and look at it and flip your beliefs essentially and not make it mean as much as you might have been making it mean in your head, right? And so I use that again as an example because, you know, we've all heard things like men don't want to be with successful women. They find successful women intimidating, all of those kind of things. And I'm using the the example of relationships here, but this is the same thing with business. This is the same thing with all of it. Your person, the person that's supposed to be with you, the person that's supposed to pay you, the person that's supposed to listen to your podcast, your flaws are not flaws, right? The fact that I might make typos or the fact that I might say, um, or write too much or repeat myself sometimes in podcasts, like my person who enjoys my content doesn't give a fuck and they would rather me be real and honest and transparent versus again scripted and maybe a little bit more polished right but like sacrifice the realness that I try to bring to these episodes the person that I'm supposed to be with when it comes to relationships loves the business part of me, loves the driven part of me, loves the version of me that is, again, going after their success, like that my right person does not want to be with somebody who is not successful because then that I wouldn't be the right person for them, right? And so we can keep going into it and we keep can keep diving deeper. But when we were talking about the whole love handle conversation, right? It was just this funny and clarifying moment for me in the sense that I've shared with you before how often I feel like it's been so helpful for me to see personal issues through the same lens as I see many business things, right? Because if somebody came to me and said to me that, you know, my family, for example, is giving me shit because I'm making money online and I'm selling online and they're telling me that that's a bad thing and so on and so forth. Like I would so clearly be able to see myself and also hopefully help them see how laughable it gets to be that if somebody or a family of people have worked nine to five jobs and they're advocates for, you know, full-time jobs and they're advocates for, you know, not starting your own business and not taking those risks and selling is bad and money is bad and so on and so forth. I am so, again, clean about the idea that, like, of course that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Of course it doesn't mean anything negative about you. Of course it's their shit and it's not shit that, like, you have to take on. And so being able to use that as an example, especially when it comes to, like, societal norms – being able to see that as an example of like, oh, isn't that funny that like, okay, maybe the rest of the world thinks that it's, you know, the right thing to do to have a normal job, but like, oh, sorry for them. 
I get to laugh at the fact that like, and not laugh at them, but like, isn't it funny that like, oh, okay, like that's your view of the world and there's so much that you're missing out on. It gets to kind of be this thing where it's like almost like, like, okay, well, like you're not in on the inside joke. Sorry for you, but like, that's not my problem. And it gets to be the same thing again when we hear judgments, right, about our age, about our bodies, whatever it is, we're like, you get to know and trust how much you possess and how worthy you are and how deserving of clients and money and love you are no matter what. And if somebody wants to point to something like your age, like whatever, that like they don't get it, right? Or the fact that, again, you're successful and maybe that's intimidating. It gets to be laughable that you don't get it. That person doesn't get it or those people don't get it. And like, you get to laugh and like reflect and remember who you actually are and you get to be clean about your energy in that way and not allow it to phase you. And I know it's not that simple, but sometimes it can be, right? The other conversation we were having was like, again, let me just transparently say this. I like... I've done a little bit of dating over the past couple of years. I mean, most of my life has been devoted to business and the concept of dating definitely still feels a little bit new and scary and intimidating. It's much easier to, you know, work, right, than it is to like put yourself out there. And over the past couple of years, I've been really fine, right? Like it hasn't really bothered me. It hasn't been a priority, whereas now it is starting to feel like more of a priority. And I know I've said that before, but I really mean it this time, truly. I have this story in my head. Somebody told me years ago that she was on like Tinder or Bumble, whatever it was. And she was talking to this person and she went to meet up with this person and she was sitting at the bar waiting for him and the guy from outside the bar texted her and was like do you like being a liar and she was like what are you talking about he was like basically saying that like she seemed much smaller in her pictures than she was in real life which like the ironic part of this is like this is like a teeny tiny person like in my view like it's crazy that somebody would say that to her and more than I want to admit that story has stuck in the back of my mind when it comes to online dating like this is like I feel like very raw and like real and vulnerable sharing this with you right now that this is a fear but like it has been this thing in the back of my mind like what if I were to talk to somebody online and then showing up for that date and for whatever reason it didn't look the way that like I don't know like pictures are different than real life right and like I have had fear of like judgment or something like that coming my way and it has felt like a really again scary thing that is stuck in my brain that oh my god what if that were to happen and it wasn't even conscious necessarily it was just something that like I buried in the back of my mind but like would kind of ping from time to time and number one in talking that conversation out I can sit there and I can understand and I can empathize with myself around why that would feel scary for something like that to happen or painful if something like that were to happen. Whereas when I'm looking at it clearly, it feels laughable because if somebody, let's just say, were to criticize in that way, that person is a fucking asshole. And it gets to be funny to me that A, 
that like they would ever say something like that. Like that is somebody who is not worth the air that I breathe, right? But also B, it's just so interesting to remember and it's so important I think for all of us to remember that we all have coping mechanisms and we all have insecurities and we all have pain and trauma and remembering, going back to the root of the fact that like for somebody to say something like that, they must be in so much pain, right? They must be in so much pain to speak to another person or to judge another person that harshly. It's reminding me of, I'm sure many of you saw it, um, Tabitha Brown. She does a bunch of different things. And so I don't even know how to describe her exactly. I think she's an author, but she she does like, she has an incredible Instagram account. She does, uh, I think she cooks. I think she's a vegan. She's like, I saw a video the other day. Somebody was laughing about how uh, she like basically like made bacon out of carrots, right? So she does all these incredible things. I, I'm sorry if I didn't appropriately describe her, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm sure many of you did, but Wendy Williams talked about her, I guess, on her show and talked about how like she's retiring her husband and basically was like bad talking Tabitha Brown. And if you haven't seen this already, go look at the response Tabitha Brown did in response to Wendy Williams' video because like – You've never seen a classier or a, a cleaner, right, response in the sense of like, God bless you. I'm so sorry that like you must be in this much pain and I do hope for you that you eventually have a love like I do so that you can understand it and not criticize it, right? And so I know I'm a little bit all over the place here, but this ultimately the goal here is I want to just remind you that if, if we're talking about relationships or, or clients, you get to know what you want. You get to know that this is the type of person that I want. This is how I want them to make me feel. This is the safety that I want to feel with them. Or I want clients that understand this about me and clients that respect me and clients who pay on time, so on and so forth, right? And then if you know that that is your standard of the thing that you desire, you kind of almost get to have like a force field around you, right? the clients that approach you, the the relationships that come into your life, you kind of get to have this force field in the sense that like, okay, I'm going to make sure that you are at the level of the thing that I want. And if not, I'm protected, right? With this force field, like I'm literally envisioning some like sort of like electric force field around you. But like you get to have this force field around you that any criticism or any rejection, quote unquote, gets to be something you laugh off rather than something that you internalize or get upset about or beat yourself up about or get triggered about any of it. Because uh, somebody said this to me last week. She was like, you should just like imagine like anybody you're dating like as little helpers, right? It's like, you know what you want. And then anybody that's coming into your world in the meantime, there's little helpers helping you, kind of showing you exactly what it is that you actually ultimately want and deserve. And again, I, get, I think this gets to be 
something that you get to implement in every aspect of your life in the sense that like you get to choose not only what you want, like especially if we talk about dating or relationships, whatever, when people talk about like manifesting your soulmate, however you want to say that, you know, you you hear people and they kind of go into the like, I want blue eyes. I want them to make this amount of money. And it's like, no, how do you want somebody to make you feel? right? Like what level of safety do you want with that person? Like what do you want your dynamic to be like, right? What is important to your soul when it comes to how, again, you feel with this person and like the life that you're building together and anything that is less than that gets to, again, just fall away and doesn't get to impact you because you've got that, again, force field around you in terms of like this doesn't add up and so okay you're not the person cool like and again it's the same thing with clients it's the same thing with all of it and so all of that to say I wanted to just remind you that people are going to have opinions about a lot of things people are going to be hateful and unkind sometimes People are going to project their fears and their insecurities onto you and onto the world, but it doesn't have to mean anything about you. It doesn't have to impact your force field, if you will. And the goal always is, again, to come back to having that clean energy where you can just laugh it off. And that doesn't mean bypass the real feelings that you're having because that won't help you either. But when you are triggered, like not dating women over 30, if that's something that triggers you, dive deeper into it. You're not wrong for being triggered. You're not wrong for that feeling scary or upsetting. You're not wrong for any of those things. But just do your best to question it. Well, why do I think this way? Well, is this actually true? Who would my ideal person actually want, right? Just dive deeper into the layers that are going on there. And the goal always is just to come back to what is your ultimate truth and trusting that you are right. Who you are is right. And that doesn't mean that we are not going to improve ourselves, but you don't have to make yourself wrong to be right for something else. You're right. It starts with you. You're right. You and your body right now, right? You and your soul, your heart. You are right, and the people that are supposed to be in your life, again, whether it's life or business, it's their job to rise to that occasion versus you thinking you're wrong for how you are. And again, the more we can laugh at the silly, hurtful opinions that people want to project because of probably shit that is going on for them, the better we get at laughing those things off, the better for everybody, right? I hope this was helpful. I went a few angles that I wasn't planning on, but I do hope it was helpful. Share this with somebody who needs to hear it. Tag me on Instagram. I want to see if you're listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.